Hello and welcome to episode five of Mysterious Mysteries, Matthew. Hooray! Hooray, we're back! And as you left us, listener, last week, Matthew was was irate. He did not enjoy the direction of last week's play, Rusty Trombone. Have you changed that opinion? Or no, well, I wasn't irate. I, I did like it, but I was I was a bit um I, I thought it, shall, shall I help you out? What yeah. you said was that was total nonsense. I hated that. Oh did I? Yeah. Well I'd done my homework. You, well you did and, and I'd had a look at this. And he hasn't left Urban Dictionary since. <laughs> and I've been on it trawling through, having a look. Yeah. I am though Nervous. Why? I'm nervous for this one. What do, what do you think? Why? This is, this is just to remind the listener that we announced last week, this next play today is called Spiritus Pompeiorum. What makes you feel trepidatious about... So on the, the normal reading yeah. of Scriptus, what was it? Pompeiorum. Not Scriptus, oh, Spiritus. Spiritus. Yes. Pompeiorum. Yeah. I'm thinking, great, we've got, we're have got going to have some ancient philosophy, maybe. Oh, well, you'd, you'd certainly hope so, yeah. Will there be any philosophical principles? Uh, I, I, well, I, I, I was thinking maybe this is a chance for a rewrite of the Day of Features. <laughs> I was thinking we could have some Tertullian in there. You know, liquid. <laughs> I've not the microphone. You know, liquefying in flames, something like that. Liquidizing, oh. Well, However, knowing that this is Mysterious Mysteries, yes. and also on the basis of Rusty Trombone, <laughs> I'm a wee bit nervous, Mick. Okay. I'm a little sceptical. Right. Okay. Well, that, that's that's fine. Listen, I, I have... I don't think you need to worry. I, I'm a, a man of a classical background. I am well-educated in the greats, so this will be true to the Roman tradition. Ah. So you have nothing to worry about. So, oratory, in, it, will it be the Attic style or the Asianic style? It'll be both. <laughs> <laughs> and we've lost him. But it was going I, so well. But I do have my crutch. I've got, now what are you on? I've got a gin, a gin and soda. For You've got a gin and line. soda. I, I'm going with just a lager. Just a, a lager. lager. Just okay. a bottle of lager. And so I've got a second, in, in, you know, on standby. On standby. On so, standby. We, so we've got our crutches. Yeah. Hold on, didn't we say we were going to record this in togas? Oh. Well, well, well that didn't happen. Well, I'm in my toga. <laughs> I was wondering what you've got that on for. But you're always in your toga, Matthew. I've been nippled. Yeah. <laughs> well, is that, that even a word? In that it's revealed. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. yes. And what a great arm I've got as well. Well, uh, well yes, you, you were at the gym earlier today. I was, yeah. I was oh, in the gym. Looking, I was, what was that? I was pumping, wasn't yes, I? Yeah. Absolutely. How yeah. I pumped. <laughs> no. No one pumps yeah. harder than Matthew How I at pump. the gym. Indeed. At the gym. Indeed. Right, shall I hand you the script then? Sure. Okay. Well, here is your copy. Thank I'll just strip. There we go. Thank you. And, uh... Oh, no. no I'll just... Immediate impression. Yes. I'm loving this. Scriptus Pompeiorum by Mick. Mysterious Mysteries. This is the front page of the script, which I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's gone... He's been authentic, he's hasn't been he? authentic. <laughs> He's put a V instead of a U in... Oh, sorry, Spiritus, not Scriptus. Uh, I did you even, say it again? I can't even read it. <laughs> Spiritus. Spiritus. And he's put a V instead of a U. All capitals. 
So this I'm, is, yeah. I'm less nervous now. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, this See, is, this I is do, your I, classical education. This is my classical background through. coming through. Well yeah. said. Well, do you want to um, do you want to get on with it? Shall we crack on? Sure. And yeah, sure. Okay. Good. I can see you've loosened up a bit now. You, you <laughs> to calm my back to your back to your back to your usual loose self. Well, <laughs> I don't know. What that, I, I think we should get cracking. Let's have a go. Yeah. Okay. Right. Today's play shall begin, and it is called Spiritus Pompeiorum. Got a good start already. <laughs> Bloody oh. ugh. Ugh. I, I wouldn't go in that portaloo for a while if I were you. I mean, we've, we, this is a very unusual start. Well, sorry, the flash, oh, let's be honest, that's, not <laughs> that, that's fairly standard. The benefit but... of the listener, we've we've got parts, and the parts are Mick and Matthew. Oh, I really didn't want you to read that. Why? Because these characters aren't... Have I ruined something? Yeah, well, yeah, kind well, of. it's unusual, just isn't it? Just re- read a disregard what Matthew just said. He, do, he's just being... Do, do, I, do I read it as me, though? This is my point. Oh, no, you don't have to, but that just means you read that bit. Oh, I read that yeah, bit. Yeah, just to okay. make it clear. Because right. these... Yeah, no, I'm not going to say that, actually, because it's a spoiler. Okay. Let's start again, because once again, you've you continue, continued in true form by ruining it at the well, very outset. You give by... it to me blind, <laughs> and then you purport to put my name on it, Mick. You're an experienced actor. Well, okay. Anyway, the the plus side is we get to hear this again. (laughs) I wouldn't go in that portal for a while if I were you. No need to tell me. I could hear the fireworks from the excavation site. Oh, it was rough. Pompeii hasn't seen devastation like that since the volcano erupted. Let's hope you're... Produce isn't as well preserved for future generations as these antiquities we're digging up. What a glamorous life we archaeologists live. How's it going down there, anyway? The ash and rock is particularly tough in this area, but I I think I've just about loosened it enough with my six-inch chisel. (laughs) Uh, Come and help me move it? Sure. You take that side, I'll take the rear on three. One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. My God. What? There's something down here. Uh, Hold on, I'm just brushing away some dirt. Let's see what we've got here. Oh, my. It's beautiful. What what is it? I I think it's... Yes. Yes, it's it's a ring. A ring made made of glass. Why did you phrase that as a question? It's clearly got an excellent... A ring of glass. You're like, a ring of glass? Well, you, you, I, I'd like to assume this archaeologist has seen glass before. Well, I was trying to... Well, I thought if I was really looking at a ring that I just dug out... Yeah. I was thinking, well, maybe, you know... Is that glass? What is that? Is that, is that a, di- oh, is that a I diamond? See, I see. Is well, that made of glass? Matthew... I'm the one that makes that kind of decision. You're the one here okay. to read the lines. I'm okay. If I give a direction, i.e. an exclamation mark... You better exclaim. Am I am I a slave in these proceedings? <laughs> exactly. To use the exactly. Roman expression. Well, yes. Anyway. A ring of glass. How bizarre. 
My wife and I once purchased something similar which vibrated. She in particular seemed to enjoy it. And it was a bargain as we got it second hand on eBay. <laughs> but, but I've never seen an artifact like that from Roman times. I mean, I... I... <laughs> I, was, I knew, I knew that I was, was disappointed. Yeah. If only because I think it's actually quite revealing of your own personal life. Well, <laughs> Not least the fact that it has Mick written, written above. <laughs> that is true. Quite. This is the most un, a most unusual find. Hold on, there's, there's something else down here. D- take the ring for me. Careful now. It's extremely delicate. Of course. Now go on, keep digging. What else is down there? It's... It's... By Jove, it's a parchment roll. No. It, yeah. It's a, a scroll. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, by Jove, it's a parchment scroll. And it's been immaculately preserved. Can you translate what it says? Well, well, well my, my Latin is a little rusty, but I can give it a go. Uh, let's see. Its title is Spiritus. Pom- Take your time, hey, Jesus. What is this exacting? Putting my heart in soul. <laughs> Spiritus. Uh, Pompeiorum, uh, which I think means the ghost of Pompeii. Yes, that's right, the ghost of Pompeii. A long body of text seems to follow. Yes, quite long indeed. You might want to take a seat for this. Right, uh, let's see what we have here. The text reads as follows. You're a bit confused now, aren't you? I'm just reading some of the directions. <laughs> okay, music, music fade yeah, out. Yeah, no, don't you worry about that. Those music are my production fa- notes. Oh, that's you. Okay. What you need now... Okay, so you, you as the archaeologist, are now starting to read yeah. what this parchment scroll says. Yeah. But I will start reading it too. And when that happens, you get quieter and I get louder. Because oh, so, take... we're going back in time. And you take over. Yeah. Okay, okay off you go. But, uh, to anyone unfortunate enough to fall upon this message... I bid you exercise extreme caution, for you lie, lie on, on the, the cusp, cusp of, of a great... Pe- oh, we, gr- we can oh, do that better. Okay. We can do that better. For you lie on the cusp, cusp of, of a great, great peril. Indeed, Indeed the, the consequence of our inability to, to curb, curb this peril with greater haste was the love of our was the loss of our beloved town of Pompeii. I, Clemens, may yet survive this cataclysmic event, but many great men, women and canines did not. The first incident occurred as I was carefully cleaning my master Caecilius's most treasured possession, an ancient glass ring. The ring has been passed down Master Caecilius's family for many generations, accompanied with the tale that it was forged by Juno herself to contain the power of her wayward son, Vulcan. As an experienced glasssmith, as well as an exceptionally skilled blower, I was the only... <laughs> Sorry. That's you, funny. You, well, no, glass blower. Yeah. Absolutely. Reading. Yeah, it's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. Exceptionally skilled blower. I was the only member of the household entrusted to handle and care for this most interesting piece. A great honor for a lowly slave such as myself. As I cleaned the ancient ring, I noticed Melissa, the slave girl of the house, walked past in a most foul mood, her face resonating, unadulterated ur. It was at this very moment that the web of Pompey's fate began to be spun. That sounded that was recorded me in the bathroom just now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> An earthquake, the first to strike the city in many years. I was wondering As, what that uh, myth- <laughs> what that mephitic vapor was. <laughs> 
pervade the studio. <laughs> Barely breathe for the first ten minutes. (laughs) The first to strike the city in many years. As the earth finally stopped shaking and the dust around me settled, I picked myself up and ran to the atrium to check on the rest of the household. Metella, the wife of Caecilius, stood there alone in a state of shock. Are are you alright, Metella? Oh, Clement, yes... Yes, I think I'm unscathed. Just, just a little shaken, that's all. Thank the gods. Tell me, Metella, where is Caecilius? I must check on my master. Caecilius is in the garden. Caecilius is sitting in the garden. I will go find him. Perhaps you should search the building for the rest of the household. Y- yes, I- I'll do, do as soon as I remove this carrot from my mouth. <laughs> this has no relevance. <laughs> <laughs> Not even fine. This is no relevance. We've what, got a what, blast. Sh- this, so this, this is a blast. Read this the line because this is going to be a little Easter egg for the audience this if they listen to episode one. Is meant to be <laughs> looking back to the past. Yes. And we've done that, but we've actually, the past in this instance, is mysterious mysteries own past. Very frozen uh, <laughs> on mysterious. Read mystery. the line, yeah. Perhaps you should search the building for the rest of the household. Yes, I will do as soon as I remove this carrot from my... And then she... <laughs> I'll use the Latin term, anus, which basically means... Anus. <laughs> she has a carrot in her anus. Now, the eager listener will recall that way back in episode one, I believe it was Dr. Smithsonian? I don't remember. Who had a carrot in his anus? I had an issue with it it's, then. Yeah. Uh, I take issue with it now. <laughs> I don't see it's necessary. Right. I left Metella and rushed out of the atrium into the garden and found Caecilius sitting there peacefully with his guard dog, Kerberus. Oh, there we go. Mm. Listen to that. Isn't that nice? Like the fresh outdoors. I'm actually very impressed because you've pronounced Kerbius correctly. So C's. Well, you didn't just there. It's Kerberus. Oh, Kerberus. <laughs> yes. But C's are K. They are Latin. indeed, just like Caecilius yes, and Caecilius. Yeah, so C-E-R. And, Did oh, you not believe me when I said earlier that so, I'm a learned erudite man I when it comes said, to the classics? Yeah, and no, I'm clearly not. Because <laughs> I, sh- I should have said Cicero earlier, but I said Cicero, if you remember. Uh, well, yes. Well, I personally would never have made that mistake. But, no, you know, no. That's why I write these things and you don't. I do apologise to the listener. <laughs> I, I withhold my apology to me. Yes. <laughs> on account of the last joke, however. Master, master, are you hurt? No, don't worry yourself, Clemens. I'm quite... All right. And what about you, Kerberos? Is that me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, hold on. (laughs) That's good to hear. Uh, uh, Tell me, Clemens, did the rest of the household come out of this unscathed? Your wife is fine, Master. She's now checking on the rest of them. I did see her slave girl, Melissa, just before the incident, and she appeared quite irate. Do you know why that might be? She's probably just off her... <laughs> what? She's probably just off her... 
<laughs> Actually, that is a phrase I've used in a previous it episode. Is. So I'll say Listen, we've got to get some flow here. Yeah. You're saying a line. She's probably just off her tits on mescaline again. <laughs> now, the reason I... Now, I'll just say the reason yeah. I feel justified in saying that... Yes. Whereas I would have taken issue previously... Yeah. Issues, sorry, previously, is because I think in a moment of madness, a fit of absence of mind, I have used that expression before. Yes, you have. And mescaline was a, was a, 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 um, an hallucinogen... Mm-hmm. Which Mm-hmm. George Orwell used in a literary context. Right. And so that's why I feel that I can Are you use telling it me you might have concern with referring to other illegal narcotics? Uh, well, because well. one of the concerns would be historic <laughs> in that I very much doubt it would be there in Roman times. <laughs> Listen, I have done the research here, Matthew. I spent many hours going through the works of Herodotus and He's other Greek, people. I think. <laughs> yeah, he is <laughs> was he? And don't you worry, everything in here is factually accurate. Okay. Okay. Ah, yes. We were balling just yesterday evening, in fact. Went through a whole bag of angel dust. I'm still feeling it. (laughs) I don't know what that is. I'm a little high myself, Kerberos. (laughs) No, comma, then Kerberos. I'm a little high myself. Kerberos, and I just polished off half an ounce of skunk, (laughs) that real bubonic chronic from Babylonia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think you have ever I don't think the phrase bubonic chronic has ever been said in such a kind of flowing mellifluous manner I love it that's quite a nice phrase yeah quite, I've warned you two about satisfying. that I've warned you two about that stuff before last time you hit the Mary Jane from that region you were comatose Caecilius and Kerberos started sitting on the furniture ruff 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 I don't care how baked you were, Kerberos. Matella does not allow it. Indeed. Well, now that... Well, now that all the excitement has passed and everybody seems to be uninjured, shall we smoke a bowl? (laughs) What's a bowl? (laughs) Don't worry, Matthew. You You can't smoke a bowl. (laughs) What is a bowl? Uh, I'm not going to say... For fear of upsetting uh, the people at Apple and then taking off our podcast for uh, promoting drug use. Well, I'm not promoting it. Well, well, no, but if we start to explain how one does it, then giving careful instructions. Well, I have no idea. I I eat cereal from a bowl, I'll tell you that. I have my bowl of soup. I don't know what that means. A wonderful idea, Master. Kerberos, could you prepare it for us, please? And no drooling on the pie. This is Patfar. I have no idea what it means. I couldn't get the taste of dog out of my mouth for weeks last. <coughs> By Jupiter, what was that? It, it sounded like Matella. <laughs> We sprinted to the kitchen where the scream had seemed to originate from, stopping only to take an occasional hit from Kerberos's bong. <laughs> that was some seriously ratchet shit. Oh, this, I literally... Every second word. I don't understand what it means. I don't know what ratchet means in that context. Genuinely none. When we, when, we, when we arrived, we found the room in a state of complete disarray, with Metella sobbing over the motionless body of the cook, Grumio, who lay on the floor, soaked in excrement. What on earth happened here, Metella? It, it, it was Melissa. Melissa did this. M- Melissa? Yes. 
I came in here after the tremors to check on Grumio and help clean him and help him clean up the mess. And then she came in, that awful girl. She came in and she was just so angry, so angry and talking complete nonsense, which is what half this page has been <laughs> to me, at least. I don't understand this ur- urban patrolling. <laughs> troglodyte patwa that you're using. Well, we need to appeal to all demographics, Matthew. So occasionally we need to get a bit more street in this podcast. <laughs> Streets? Yeah, a bit more urban. Oh, yeah, urban. okay. Okay. Uh, talking, sounds like she was tanked again. No, Kaikilius, this was different. Oh, that was your line. Was I it? just realised Kaikilius, yeah. Oh, yes. S- sounds like she was tanked again. <laughs> No, Caecilius, this is different. She was spewing all this venom about this goddess Venus, speaking in a tone I'd never heard her use before. It was terrifying. Grumio tried to calm her down, but as he put his hand on her shoulders, that's when she... she. When she did what? When she let out an almighty bellow to the heavens. It was horrifying. Clemens. The walls began to shake and pots and pans started flying everywhere across the room, smashing here, there and everywhere. And then Grumio, oh, poor Grumio, he began convulsing and all of a sudden he wailed out in agony as bodily fluids and discharge projected from every... What? (laughs) What? From every orifice. I don't understand this. It sounds like a very grisly medical encounter. Yeah, absolutely. It was just like how water disperses outwards from one of his colanders. That's a word I don't understand. What's a colander? Oh, you've embarrassed yourself now. A colander is when you drain pasta through that thing with holes in it. Oh, a colander. Yeah. Oh, okay. That is what I wrote. Lady, uh, listeners, it's a sieve. No, a sieve is different. A sieve is is what you put like flour when you're baking a cake. When you're baking one of your hash brownies, Matthew, you use your sieve. Right, well, no wonder I don't know the difference. But A, no wonder I don't know. And B... Yeah. There is no B, is there? Well, the B is I'm not a great culinary person. Oh, oh, are you not? I don't really cook. I'd have thought you would be an excellent cook, you know, cook-coring away, as we learnt in the previous episode. No, no cook, no, no. No hash brownies for Matthew. No. No, of course not. I don't understand what they are. (laughs) It was just right. like how water disperses outwards from one of his colanders, except with urine, what, all these medical expressions, <laughs> feces, vomit, it should be vomit in the pure, pure Latin pronunciation, uh, well, yes. and a little... No. <laughs> you can't stop every second word. It's just, this is even the intensity. I was nervous before starting. This. Yes. The intensity of the nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, have, we have come in hard here, haven't we? We? Yeah. You? <laughs> I have never seen this before. Yeah. I've never written this. I've just literally... And and yet, a, a more noble man would not have returned after episode one, Matthew. And yet, here we are, week five, and back you are. Well, you call it something like Scriptus Pompeiorum. And yeah. they promised me that it's a rewrite of the Dear Features. Some, it's something of distinction. How could I not come? <laughs> and then this. Right, well, well and, and what? a little ejaculate. <laughs> Are you sure he wasn't simply inebriated, Metella? Grumio does enjoy a tipple or two, after no, all. No, this was something different. You must believe me. I would like to, Metella, but it seems more likely that he was just feeling the effects of another epic bender. It happens to us all. No, no, no. It wasn't like that at all. It, it was Melissa. Melissa did this to him. Now that is just ridiculous. Melissa is but a girl and Grumio is a great oaf. He could never do something like this to him. My dear, you've always had it in for that girl. Are you sure you're not just jealous of her because she's a 
total babe. <laughs> Indeed, a regulation hottie. Curse you both. How dare you? <laughs> She's quoting me. Yeah, that is. Yeah, very authentic. <laughs> we must revive Grumio. He'll be able to corroborate what happened. Will one of you perform the test to detect any signs of life? Uh, how does one perform the test? The same way medics have been doing since the time of the Spartans. By stimulating the... Oh. <laughs> Got another light motif from Mysterious Mysteries. Another Easter egg for Mysterious Mysteries uh, fan there. Yeah, how, how do we... Uh, this, how was, does, <laughs> this was the Doctor, I think, in the first episode. How, how, how does one perform the test? By stimulating a certain nether region. No, no, no. Come on. A certain nether region orally is how it's is what it is not what it's written, but I've I've Can you read the whole passage? Because there's a good there's a great gag. The same way medics have been doing since the time of the Spartans. By stimulating the genitals orally. I myself had to perform the test on Kerberos. (laughs) Now, was that the dog? That's the dog. Uh, after he drank from a dirty aqueduct. Keep keep looking. Is it me? Oh. Yes, that's right. Master was so rough reviewed that you nearly had a severed penis to match your missing balls. Why have you got... Oh. <laughs> rough. Oh, no, no, that's okay. Yes, sorry. I got carried away. There was no need to conduct the test, however. You'll be relieved to hear, Matthew. <laughs> There was no need to conduct the test, however, for at that moment, Grumio began to stir on the floor, eventually bringing himself up to a seated position while groaning and holding his hand to his head. He looked around himself, no doubt disoriented from the ordeal, and after he had found his bearings, he croaked out a few words to those of us gathered around him. As was custom when he was inebriated, he spoke of a most peculiar accent, much like that of the wily Scots of Caledonia in the north of Britain, but with a gruff, unruly manner that made it resemble both a mountain bear and a Mesopotamian donkey. Oh, now that I could... <laughs> I'm gonna scalp that lassie. Oh. Uh, well, I didn't hear much of the Mesopotamian donkey, but certainly the, wi- the wily Scot from Caledonia was there. I'm gonna scalp that. Lassie. Uh, are you all right, Grimio? Aye, laddie. I'll be a leet once I've had a wee dram. <laughs> Can you remember what happened to you? Oh, aye. It was the wee bird, Melissa. The lassie was off her chibs, <laughs> greeting away about Venus. Pure and she was. I tried to make her simmer down, but she kept on havering. I thought I must be steaming, pushed again. <laughs> but my tailor was here in the dafty talking mince as well. Being a right tube, she was. I grabbed her by the shoulder to shake some sense into the bambut. And that's when the barber got me, hit me right in the coupon. <laughs> I can't remember anything after that, laddie, but believe you me, there's something not right with that wee girl. Oh, bravo. <sighs> Grumio opened another bottle of scotch, first taking a couple of swigs and then pouring the rest over his head to clean the various bod- bodily fluids off of him. As a pool of alcoholic urine and vomit... bad grammar. Off of him. I hate off that. Off of him. Yeah, that I is... Hate that. Yeah, uh, yeah, looking it, back on that. I've, I've embarrassed myself now, haven't Crawled. I? Well, oh. embarrassed yourself in episode one, Mick. Not now, <laughs> now you're just convincing <laughs> the listeners. There are no words in the English language to describe these depths. 
Right, as a pool of alcoholic urine and vomit grew around his feet, Kerberos, who until this point had been sitting in the corner dazed with bloodshot eyes from some Moroccan homegrown, got up on his paws and went over to lap up the mess from the floor. The canine, along with the rest of us, was soon startled, however, as a most thundering crash in the distance shook the very foundations of the house. could have been in the Jolly Roger. That's a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Cannonade fire. It's a thundering crash. By Jupiter, that, that came from the forum. Is it's, it's everyone all right? Caecilius, master, are you hurt? Oh, no. No, I, I'm not. Uh, but I'm tripping balls here, Clemens. <laughs> Does that mean he's falling over something? Yeah, yeah. Has he been that's playing tennis? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Roman tennis. They've been playing tennis. They wouldn't have tennis in Roman times. You see, it's nonsense, listeners. I told you it was nonsense. Matthew, I want to preserve your innocence here, so I'm going to say it was tennis. Well, it sounds like it was. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, you got the next line. Do I? Yeah. Ruff, 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 ruff. Kerberos, you're right. I'd completely forgotten Quintus. Quintus is at the forum right this very moment. Who is Quintus? Quintus is your son, master. Just tennis. <laughs> Oh, yes, that's right. I'm so high right now. <laughs> what is he even doing uh, Doing there? He rarely leaves the house alone. He's, he's competing, you fools. If you weren't also intoxicated, you remember that. The annual Pompeii Curry House Challenge. <laughs> it's back! Curry House <laughs> Challenge. Uh, we've got the same theme. <laughs> It's taking place today at the Forum. Quintus is there to defend his crown. Oh, my poor boy. If he was hurt in whatever just happened, I would never forgive myself. By the gods, you don't think... You don't think that it was... Aye, laddie. It must be that rooster, Melissa. She'd done it again. But if she has... By Jupiter's beard, look at the devastation she caused here when she struck you, Grumio. You were only filled with booze, but she caused you to spray out excrement like one of the fountains of Rome. If she does the same to a crowd of Curry House Challenge competitors, then, then, then Quintus could not possibly make it out alive. We sprinted out of the house, led by Kerberos, who had found a new burst of energy after dropping a pawful of Ritalin. <laughs> and Matthew just looks so just confused. Just say what it is. <laughs> is that like your Ritalin, Ritalin's what the, like, um, university students in America take when they're so mega stressed about exams. So it's a multivitamin. It, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For, you know, it helps flush out toxins. Yeah, have yeah. some cod liver oil. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah and made our way towards the cloud of dust and smoke that was growing over the forum. As we approached the scene, we could make out the figures of the competitors clearing their lungs as they picked themselves up out of the rubble. They were shaken, but still alive. I looked around. Buildings and structures that made up the forum were in ruins. However, there were no bodily fluids to be seen. The competitors had clearly been spared the bodily evacuation that Grumio had suffered in the kitchen. It was then that I spotted Quintus bruised and slightly bloodied, running towards me. But I did not react. No, I did not react. But rather, I stood frozen on the spot. For behind Quintus, with arms aloft in the air, head turned to the heavens and floating several feet in the air, was Melissa. (laughs) 
Why are you doing this? How are you doing this? Melissa, you fool of a mortal. I am not Melissa. Her body is merely a vessel. A vessel to which I may unleash my wrath. No, I am more than a mortal woman. I, people of Pompeii, am Vulcan. That was quite something. That was quite something. My vocal cords have all been... Yeah. I have to have a nodule on I, my throat. I felt after. like I was sitting with a deity right here. Oh, well, oh you my. are, mate, if uh, any yeah. of you knew. Uh, are Hermes you s- up in here, aren't uh, Oh, you? very yeah. I, more of an Aphrodite, really, <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> right. Maybe a pink shirt, but yeah. nothing that bad. Salmon pink, no, salmon, salmon pink. Yeah. It's perfectly I, wearable nowadays by the modern gentleman. Well, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, are you seeing this as well, Caecilius? I, I can't tell if it's just the acid kicking in. I see it, Clemens. If it is the purple haze kicking in, then this is a sick trip. <laughs> we need to get more of this stuff. Oh, definitely. We've got to get Kerberos some as well. He'd love it. Silence, mortals! You think this is not real? You doubt the power of your god, Vulcan? I will show you just how real I am. So it was not good enough for me to summon a sea of human sewage from your cook to demonstrate my power? (laughs) Well then, let's see what you think when I do the same to all these people here in the forum, swollen and ballooning from their curry house challenge. Yes, then there shall be no doubt in your minds, and you will bow before me. At that, Melissa's body closed its eyes and rose further into the air, whispering commands in a foreign tongue. All of a sudden, the forum fell still. The competitors who had been desperately trying to escape the ruins froze and began to groan, reaching for their bowels. But there was nothing they could do. With a great crescendo, Vulcan concluded his spell, and almost instantaneously, the hundreds of competitors, just as Grumio had earlier, began to eject their substantial waste from every orifice. (laughs) Oh my... (laughs) I'm taking off my headphones. I'm taking them off now. I'm not listening. You tell me when it's over. It's over. I'm not Oh, damn it. It actually is over. Do I put on my headphones? Oh, that's up to you. The sheer quantity of waste overwhelmed us all. There was to be no... (laughs) The sound effect was actually entitled Mass, and then he's put a swear word with ing on the end, and the swear word begins with S, and that's literally what it was called. What, what, no, what no one gets to see is behind the scenes, I had to create that sound effect, so I was sitting here oh. with about 20 different takes of sound effects, piecing them all together. Should we hear it again? Just no, to, I take uh, on no, my headphones. Okay, okay. Were they volunteers that did that? Uh, there, there was some, and I also used some of my homegrown as well, just oh. to throw in there. The sheer quantity of waste overwhelmed us all. There was to be no sanctuary. As I was struck by yet another tidal wave of partially digested Madras and Jalfrezi, I turned my body to Caecilius and shouted to him over the great din of the chaos around us. The Ringmaster! The 
The ring! You what? must go now! What do you mean, Clemens? Go where? You- Oh, sorry, people are panicking. No! Go, you must go back to the house, Master, and find the glass ring! Oh, of, uh, of course. The tale passed down with the ring spoke of its power to contain the wrath of Vulcan. It must be the fates that brought it to your possession, Kaikilius. Go now to the house and ready yourself with the ring. I will find the way to send this beast of a god Vulcan towards you. It is our only hope. Take Kerberus with you for protection. Hurry, Master! I will make haste, Clemens. Uh, Kerberus, come! We must return to the house. <laughs> I watched Kaikilius gradually fade from view with Kerberus paddling behind him, and then turned to face the vengeful gods who had taken possession of Melissa's body. The throngs of people still in the forum began to be stuck in the now neck-deep sea of waste as it hardened. I had to act soon, or it will be too late for us all. Oh, I've got a lot of production changing noises here. Right. You wretched, vengeful being! Why are you doing this to us? To this great city? You think I care for the fate of you tiny mortals? You are insignificant to me! Just as a great wave cares not for the grain of sand as it pounds relentless relentlessly, I care not for you. Then, then what of your own people? What of the gods? Do they not hold you in disdain for such reckless behaviour? You are foolish to appeal to the gods, mortal, for it is they that anger me so. From birth I was abandoned by my mother Juno. Out of vanity she hurled me, a helpless child, from the lofty peaks of Mount Olympus. And now as an adult I am disrespected still by Venus. My wife. <laughs> that's how it's pronounced. Is in the that Latin. right? That's it sounds like Weena. No, Weena. <laughs> you okay, pronounce right. the V's as right. W's. You yeah. do. Okay. Her infinity stirs. Wait, hold on. Hold on. That's a very important word. Read that again. Her infidelity <laughs> stirs an unparalleled anger in me. A fiery fury that cannot be quelled, not by any god, and not certainly by a weak, pathetic human. Oh, right. So that's what this is about. Venus been playing away from home again, has she? Well, I've got news for you, Vulcan. I just saw her having it away with your brother Mars. What? <laughs> what? Yep, they were going at it like nobody's business just down the road in Kaikilis' house. Made a right mess, they did. It's going to take Metella weeks to clean out those sheets. You know Kaikilis' house, don't you? It's 500 paces southeast of here. You can't miss it. It's the one that says Kaikilis' house. Oh! <laughs> Now, the reason that I didn't have an issue with yeah. uh, the infidelity... I, I like how you just decide to go on a tangent <laughs> after we've had that most epic of, explosion. Of, of the infidelity going on, because yeah. I do think that that, no matter how much I try and conceal my eyes from the script, yeah. is authentic to the history of Roman times. It is. Venus was... So they uh, were, she was the village bicycle when I'm, it came to the gods. I'm not too sure about Venus. However, we <laughs> that's the pronunciation. Well, However... Uh, the Latin at pronunciation. However, I do know that they were they were sordid sleep arounders. They? they were. They were. Yes. They. Yes. They went. They went. They went all over. They went into each other's beds. They frequently. were itinerant. If Matthew, if what you was it really necessary to interject I'm with sorry, this little? Just, <laughs> I just wanted to justify right. myself. Do your big R again. R. Oh!
turned in the direction of that great crash. My foreboding suspicion was confirmed. Mount Vesuvius, the great volcano which loomed over our city, had erupted. <laughs> plan had worked. Vulcan was so infuriated by my words that in his jealousy he floated at a great speed towards my master's home. I followed as best I could. Thick ash had begun to fall upon the city as a great black cloud descended on the helpless people of Pompeii languishing in despair on the streets. As I finally arrived at the house my heart sank. The building was on fire and falling to ruin and as I carefully stepped inside, I was consumed by a most dreadful feeling that our plan had not succeeded. Oh. Carcilius! Master! Master, are you there? Can you hear me, Carcilius? Kerberus, thank the gods! I entered the study and found Kerberus amongst the fiery ruins standing guard over Carcilius who lay buried in rubble, mortally wounded. I knelt down and gave some wine to my master to help alleviate his suffering, and subsequently handed Kerberus a couple of Xanax to help calm himself. What's well, Xanax? <laughs> just Isn't a, that something just, that women used to take in the 70s? It's, I think it's still around. It's what, a, um, is is it? It an antidepressant? Or oh, is it? I don't, I don't really know. I've just heard it on TV before. Oh. It sounded like something that might get a dog a bit, you know, buzzing. I thought it was uh, a laxative. No. <laughs> well, that was my reading. There's no need for any laxatives in Pompeii, given what we've been through already in the forum. <laughs> I missed that point. <laughs> no, you didn't. You were very... Remember when the sound effect that I'd carefully crafted? <laughs> yeah, oh, I was trying okay. to forget that. Oh, uh, okay. We're skirting over uh, that. Yeah, I have no idea where I am. Hopefully, uh, Xanax to help calm himself down. What, what happened, Master? I, I came to the house... But I did not see the ring. We searched and searched to no avail. Clemens and then, then Vulcan appeared. He exploded with wrath. The ground shook and the walls fell, burying me here. <laughs> oh, master, I failed you. This foolish plan was my idea and now it will cost you your life. No, Clemens, you don't understand. We did not fail. Caecilius smiled weakly and slowly opened his hand. Inside it lay the ring. We did not fail, my dear Clemens. As I lay here buried, the gods looked down kindly upon me, for buried with me was the ring. I clasped it, and just as Vulcan was about to let out a final roar and incinerate myself and Kerberus in a fiery inferno, I held it out in front of him. The legend of the ring was true. Clemens, <laughs> it was true, for instantly the vengeful god howled in agony and dissipated to a fine dust, the ring drawing the dust in through the air until it had harnessed it all and contained it safely within its glass. Vulcan is now the ring's prisoner. Must Bet you've had a rip-off of a popular uh, uh, story. A fa fantasy, a novel. fantasy novel. Well, yeah. Or suite of novels, which I shan't be saying for legal well, reasons. Well, in, in a way, it's actually, kind of the, it can, just occurred but... to me that it's the opposite, because in that popular fancy novel Lord of the Rings the fire destroyed the ring the volcano destroyed the ring but here it's the other way around the ring has destroyed Vulcan the god of fire and 
volcanoes and all well, that. I lot. don't know it in that level of granularity, but well, I think there's. Hey, wee- you brought it up. There's a wee bit of rip off up <laughs> in here. And it wasn't <laughs> well, me that wrote we'll it. We'll have to notify our lawyers. Wait, it wasn't me that wrote it. <laughs> no. Master Caecilius! Oh, Master! This is truly great news, but, but we must now hurry and leave this place. Vesuvius has erupted. We do not have much time before this whole city is buried. I am trapped here, Clemens, and I am near death. You must leave and save yourself while you can. No, master. No, I refuse. I order you to go. It is my final order for you. Once you go, I declare you a free man. But may I ask one thing of you <laughs> as a dear friend? Of course, Caecilius. Take this ring, Clemens, this ring that now contains the god Vulcan, and give it to Quintus. It is more important now than ever that this ring continue to be passed down the family. Yes, my friend, I will. Caecilius reached out through the rubble, clearly in great agony, and passed the ring into my hand. Then almost immediately, as if there were now no reason for him to cling on to life, Master Caecilius let out a final fart and perished. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so graphic, isn't it? It's, well... Someone somewhere will have actually had to record That's what I love about all these sounds. They'll have had to record that. Can you imagine them on their hands and knees? (laughs) (laughs) Microphone props. You know, making sure it's lined properly, get the full (laughs) good frequency response. I'm laughing involuntarily. I don't mean to encourage this. That's that outrageous mental image that would disdain my my dreams this this evening. (laughs) Goodbye, master. Kerberos, come now. We must escape. You can't stay, Kerberos. You will surely die. But but there is nothing you can do for him. He has perished. You are wise beyond your years, Kerberos. This is great solid writing, isn't it? Very, very well. I shall go and tell everyone of your loyalty to the very end for our dear master Caecilius. Goodbye, faithful Kerberos. Just turn the fire down. Just dribbled a little bit of gin and soda. You've got gin all down your shirt. It's soda, Nick. This is a poignant moment. I don't want you making a mess over there. I'm sorry. I missed the microphone. Right, pay attention now because this is another bit. Like the start, I'm going to start reading, but you need to take over. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, okay. I I petted Kerberos, giving him a generous scratching behind his ear, and with a tear in my eye left him to stand guard over his dead master. As As I reached the street, street, the the seriousness of Pompey's fate struck struck me. The The air air is now now thick with ash, the stone paving tiles searing with heat. It is from here that I write this parchment letter to you. My fate is unclear. I may yet escape the city before it is engulfed by the volcano's cloud, but my fate is not important. It is the delicate ring that is important. Uh, It is the fate of this ring, this most powerful and delicate ring... That is important. How, how many times? I sorry, so, I've I'm not so been sorry, looking, but it sounds it. like you've said the same I'm line so about sorry. four times. I'm so sorry I missed it. <laughs> My fate is unclear. I may yet escape the city before it is engulfed by the volcano's cloud, but my fate is not important. It is the fate of this ring, this most powerful and delicate ring, that is important. I cannot leave its fate to chance. There are any number of perilous outcomes for it if I take it with me to search for Quintus, and so I have decided that I must break the promise I made to my dying master and friend, Caecilius. 
I will leave this ring here with this message. Leave it to be buried deep under the ash where, if good fortune looks kindly upon, it shall never be found. But if you are reading this message, then it has been found. You now know the power of this ring and the cataclysmic rage and capacity for destruction that is trapped within it. So I urge you, no, implore you, to handle it with the greatest of care. For if you do not, your fate will become one and the same as that of my most beloved city of Pompeii. I just got incredibly bored by my own writing. I really went off on one there. That was actually good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I got into that. See, something is telling me, Matthew, that you and I have different tastes. I got into I, that. Uh, yeah? I, yeah, I was like, oh, blah, 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 oh. blah. Oh, what's he say? Oh, what's he yeah. saying here? Well, we're back. Fate, Vulcan. Fate, absolutely. Yeah, rings, right. Well, we're yeah. back in the present day. We've only got a little bit to go now. My God, this is the archaeological find of the century. It's more than that. This is the most dangerous archaeological find of the century. Without the most delicate care and attention, it could wreak havoc upon civilization. Yes, 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 of course. You, you are right. You still have the ring, yes? Where, where, where is it? <laughs> Tell me you've been careful and still have it safely intact. Of course. Don't worry yourself. I have it. Yes, I have it right here. Oh, sh. <laughs> Disney back again. Yeah, I know. Oh. I really should get rid of that. But Matthew, wasn't that a great ending? Oh. Oh, wasn't it? The yeah. archaeologists have just broken the ring. Vulcan is back yeah. in the modern day. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, for God's sake. Oh. I'm like, no, I did you not? That. Do you remember? Caecilius trapped him in the ring. Clemens buried it under the ash in Pompeii. Yeah, no, they found it, broke it. So yeah. I guess he's back. Okay. So you might get to do that wonderful accent yeah, again. I shall have sandpaper down the throat. <laughs> That was extremely difficult. So, did you enjoy that overall? Well, half. Uh, <laughs> I know you struggled half at times. Of it, I literally just didn't understand. Yeah, like you was it using... the, the the ratchet shit and the smoking of a bowl? All of this nonsense. I just this, like and the, the purple haze. It's just like uh, you're just using nouns here. You're just using an assorted collection of nouns. That yeah, have no meaning. In the I think context. you're going to need to go back to Urban Dictionary. Looking up rusty trombone alone is not going to help you here. Well, Matthew, I should have to copy want... and paste the whole script. <laughs> Apart from the Latin bits, Vulcan I got, or as we discovered, Vulcan. Well, well, or Venus. Uh, we- <laughs> That's the pronunciation. It was yeah, but like Venus, we don't, we don't being... really, yeah, we don't really call it. We don't say like you know Mars, Earth, Mercury, and Venus, no. the planets. You know, we no. don't, we don't, we don't say Kikero. Yeah, no. but you know what I think the the, the biggest triumph of that performance was. Hmm. No, no, they were coming off again. I'm not. Now take them off. I've got my headphones off, listeners, so I can't hear. You tell me when I can. Oh turn. my god! I could listen to this all day. I'm not listening. <laughs> Put it on loop. Maybe, maybe some, maybe some strings underneath. I've got my headphones and a bit off. of timpani. It, it, it's gone. It's gone. Is it? It's gone. Do I trust it's him? Well, we'll leave a few one seconds. way to find out. And it's, yeah, gone. it's gone. Oh, I can hear myself again. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's another one. That's another week. Uh, so episode five. That's episode five. Episode six next week. Yeah. Yeah. And do you want to know? 
the name okay. or the title. Well, I'm getting mm. more and more. I was nervous <laughs> to begin with. And now I'm just getting sort of like, it's like when you've, you know, you've just let it like wash over you. Yeah. You know, where yeah. you're just like, oh God. Like off the duck's back. Yeah. Yeah. Think, what's next? What's next? Well, yeah. I'll tell you exactly what's next. Okay. Next week's episode is called The Ass Man. <laughs> Man, you're not even pretending now. That's not even a pretender. No, not, I'm not even trying anymore. You're just <laughs> saying it. Asthma. I'm not turning up. I shall need. I shall need a. I shall need a whole bottle of Gordon's before I turn up to that. And maybe you can borrow a couple of Kerberos' Xanax as well. Yeah, I shall need a whole packet. The asthma. The ass. Okay, honest. Just. We could have at least put a little bit more. Is that some superhero? Or yeah, oh, you got it. Yes, that's what I was going to say. He's a superhero. Oh. So we've had Batman, we've had Ant Man, and now we have the Ass Man. Oh, I forgot Ant Man. That's really bad as well. I think I think Ant Man's even worse than Ass Man. Yes. To be honest. So to be fair, maybe if we think about so superhero, we're in name. good company. Yeah, Ass Man. <laughs> I have no idea what what superpower he's got well you've got a whole week to think about it i'm thinking an initial thoughts yeah maybe he can cure asthma oh yeah okay well um i'm gonna tell you right now that is not his superpower (laughs) what else could it be (laughs) it is well there's literally no nothing else available is no no they can cure asthma we're just gonna have to wait and see oh maybe he's half ass half man uh, by which i mean half donkey half man so maybe he has the strength of a mule I've cracked it I've cracked it see it may have that's not actually the great or maybe it is the great mind recorded here (laughs) working away on mysterious (laughs) mysteries but before we go Matthew can you um, reel off all the social medias for them just let them know quickly go off sure well we have Facebook yeah what's that address you search mysterious mysteries Uh, I've got that far you do don't you yes you you do search that but that's not what the URL is oh well well, (laughs) HTTP. Come on, we're, 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 but no, I don't mean it. That's all I've got. Mysterious Mysteries Podcast. For Facebook. Facebook, yeah. So you Uh, type that in. Yeah, you do facebook.com slash Mysterious Mysteries Podcast, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Same for Instagram, at Mysterious Mysteries Podcast. And Matthew, the Twitter is? (sighs) Um, Come on. We're five episodes in now. It is at at Mysterious Mysteries Podcast. Oh, no. Listen. You've got to start pulling your weight here. Ah. You don't even know our Twitter, Twitter, our Twitter address, and we're telling people to go at it. Why should they at it if even you don't know what well, it is? I know the password. <laughs> yeah. Password one, capital P. <laughs> yeah. Same password for all accounts. Yeah, is that for, yeah. My, for my online banking as well. Yeah, you keep them the same because <laughs> yeah. you forget them. That's the advice they give you. And the, it's capital P and a number one at the end. It, it and is, that way it, you fulfil the criteria. Yes, yes. Yeah, capital P. Twitter is at podcast. Mr. at podcast mystery and the email address is mysterious mysteries at outlook.com and we should also ask our kind listeners listeners if you have been enjoying the series give us a rating on itunes it helps helps us go up in the rankings this is up doesn't it and also when we're lying in bed at night with a tear on our eye wondering whether we'll even be able to get out of bed in the morning mm. it's nice to look at those ratings and mm. get a very very brief and see, so look, we've got one star we've got there. One. <laughs> we've got one and a half there. Look, this person cared enough to slag us off. Great. They're inching up. And if you don't listen on iTunes, I'm sure the others have something similar. Do it on that. We should probably really research that. But yeah, like it or whatever it is. Anyway, we'll call it a day there, I think. Well, thank you, Mick. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. And I didn't I lo- understand that. I look forward to seeing you next week. Likewise. For the Ass Man. 